What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is Hemp Present. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hemp Present, email me at hemppresent at gmail.com. Today's guests on Hemp Present are Kristen Floor from the prisoner advocacy group Freedom Grow, and her guests, Wei Long and Alejandra Lopez, who have both been personally impacted by the injustice of cannabis prohibition. Uh, welcome to you all. Thanks Hello. for having us. Kristen. Thank you for having us. Thank yes. you. Thank you for having us. Great. Great to have you. You bet. Um, Kristen, let's just start off with you. You've been doing amazing work with Freedom Grow. Uh, your father, Richard Floor, was a Vietnam veteran and a co-owner of Montana Cannabis, one of the largest uh, medical marijuana providers uh, in his state, until it was raided by the DEA in 2011. And on April 19th, 2012, a U.S. district judge sentenced your father, who was 68 years old, to five years in prison and his wife, Sherry, to two years in prison. Your father was severely abused and mistreated in prison. He was even denied the ability to take his case to trial by the judge. Uh, and your father had several health conditions and died in custody, handcuffed to a hospital bed. Can you touch on the work that you're doing with Freedom Grow and how the experience of your family being targeted motivated you to champion the overall cause of advocating for prisoners of the drug war? Well, what a good question, Vivian. I'm just going to say I, I personally, eight years ago, had to take my father off life support while he was still chained to a bed. Um, it was the most frightening day of my life when I got a phone call from the U.S. Marshal saying that he had two major heart attacks while they were transporting him out of the private prison that he had been neglected and tortured in uh, for four months. So I, I flew out to Vegas. He had two major heart attacks. Um, 
eight broken bones, undiagnosed colon cancer, liver failure. And I was told that I had to take them off the life support. Well, the U.S. Marshals were there watching. And, you know, I, I took my father off the life support. I said my goodbyes. And it was very, very, you know, it's been eight years. So I can actually talk about this without bawling my eyes out. Um, but what was really tragic is when I walked out, because I didn't know anything about medical cannabis. I didn't know anything about other than what my father had told me. I didn't know that there was, this was even going on. So I, I walked out of the hospital that night and I was like, how am I going to tell my mom tomorrow when she calls me from prison that, you know, I, I just had to take, I just had to say goodbye to dad. And she, um, the thought of that tormented me. I'm like, what am I going to do? Am I going to just, I just need to walk away from this situation or can I fight for what's going on? And how do I fight? Well, the very next day, one of my dad's friends from Montana, she had a radio show and she called me. She's like, Hey, you want to come on my radio show and tell everybody what's going on? And at that point, I was like, you know, I'm going to fight for what's right. And I've been, I haven't looked back. I, I don't believe anybody should go to jail for a plant. Um, I don't think anybody should go to jail for anything nonviolent for that matter. And my father's death literally that night changed my whole entire life, my whole outlook on life. It's like, I, like, like, I died because he died, but yeah, I came to life at the same time. Um, so from that point on, you know, I came across you, Vivian, at the Seattle Hemp Fest, and it was on. I started fighting for the prisoners. We started raising commissary money now. Eight years later, I'm a board member of Freedom Girl Forever, and we give them money, and we give, send them newsletters. Why they're in prison, we try to be that light in that dark cell that they need when they are all alone. While we're out here celebrating, we try to get people to know that they're there. And that's where I'm at with that. That's Freedom Grow Forever. All of our board members have also been impacted by this. So um, I work with the families and the prisoners, and we try to get them home, and we try to support their sacrifices while they're there. And that's how it's impacted my life. Like, I've been obsessed with this ever since. My dad was my best friend. And so, I mean, you've seen me, Vivian. I've been obsessed with the prison prisoners that he left behind. Like I, my heart is right there in that prison. So, you know, I know what happens to the uh, prisoners while they're there. You're just doing amazing work. And, and, and speaking of the prisoners while they're there way long, my brother, uh, you were recently released from prison after serving 25 years for cultivating cannabis, cannabis. First of all, congratulations. How is reentry uh, to society going for you so far away? Uh, it's going great, but slowly, you know, Slowly, I'm slipping back to society. It's kind of like when they first throw me in jail, you know, it's a big shock. It took me like a couple of years before I adjust to it. So I hope we don't take that long for me to adjust back to society. Hopefully next year I'll be good, you know, but slowly. Did you come back to a different world than when you went in, in some ways? Yeah, it's a different world. It's kind of like a stranger in a strange land. <laughs> they just basically <laughs> knock on the door and say, pack your bag, get out of here. It's like... Holy shit, yeah, I'm going, you know. I'm glad my body's up in the Seattle understand. area, so. And I get to meet uh, Kristen personally, so she takes me around, you know. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> You're welcome, Way. Mm -hmm. You're on Zoom that, on a cell phone. You know, this area. Right, right. Um, wow, it's just, you know, so good to have you, uh, have you out, my friend. Uh, mm -hmm. Alejandra Lopez, welcome to Cannabis Radio. Uh, your your mother, you. father, grandfather, your mom, your father, your grandfather, and your uncles all went to prison. Uh, your mother yes. just passed on, spent 13 years incarcerated. Your grandfather just got out on compassionate release. And your father, Pedro Moreno, who's 58, has already served 21 years for a first offense nonviolent cannabis charge. 
uh, and he's still in prison. Prohibition has torn your entire family apart. I can't imagine what you've all been going through. How hard has this been on your family? And have you been able to visit your father in prison? Well, it's been well, my daughter, my it's been 24 years that they've uh, my dad has served, um, and he, it c- completely changed our lives. I have an older brother. He was 10 years old um, when they took my parents. I was eight. And my younger brother was only two years old. So he's never really had, uh, you know, his parents in his life. And it's been very hard. It's it's just, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm also in prison with my father. And I've felt that my entire life ever since I can remember. And uh, it's just very sad. And, and we've been through so much. My mom, she, uh, she, she served 13 years in prison for conspiracy, for being, you know, my father's wife. Uh, her father, my grandfather, Ricardo, he just, you know, oh, he was just released, like you said, um, I think a week ago, almost two weeks ago. And he's 78 years old. He's, it break, like, I was excited to see him. But at the same time, when I saw him, it broke my heart because he was like, a totally different person like he's so old and fragile and I mean we're happy that he's home but it took 24 years for him you know to come home Um, my dad he's a first non first time non-violent marijuana offender and I don't I I don't think he deserves to be in prison Um, I mean he's paid his dues but it's 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 uh, crazy to think that people are still in prison, you know, for a plant. Um, and I have two children now. I'm 32 years old now. I was eight when they left. So, I mean, I'm all grown up. I have two children who adore my father. He calls he calls them twice a day. Um, but you know, they want to they want to be with him. They want to spend time with him. You know. And it's hard to tell them, I'm sorry, but we can't go visit grandpa, you know, and it's just hard. It's very, very hard. My mom passed away a year after she, she uh, was released. She went, um, she got, went into kidney failure while in prison. So she, um, she was in dialysis for like the last six years that she was in prison. Um, She almost passed away, like, two or three times in there um she got you know open heart surgery in there she went through so much and I honestly think she survived um because she she always wanted to get back to us that's what she would say you know I'm going to get out and I'm going to be your your, I'm, I'm going to be there for you and um I think that's what got her through but she went through so much and she almost passed away like two or three times and we didn't never even knew they wouldn't call us to let us know that she was dying. Um, it was very hard, That's... very, very hard. And now I, I'm, I I'm fighting. Everything. I'm fighting for my father to come home. He's the only parent I have I left, and I, I don't want him to die in prison. Yeah, I, I just I can't imagine what you've been going through, Alejandra. This is just unbelievable that your entire family has been targeted like this. Um, Kristen, because 14 states plus the District of Columbia have legalized cannabis with 16 
more states with legal medical cannabis, there's this perception among some that prohibition is over, but there's 40,000 Americans still incarcerated over cannabis. And as we've heard, uh, a lot of these uh, prisoners are being denied adequate, adequate medical attention. Am I right? Oh, you're, you're, well, right now we got the virus going around and a lot of these prisoners, some of these prisoners are getting released because of the virus and some of them aren't, some of them had the virus a few times, including way here. Who's on the phone with us. He, he was sick a couple of times in prison. Um, we're lucky he got out. He, he's been damaged by, by the virus. He, he can no longer sing very well. Um, it, they're not giving proper medical um, treatment to any of them. I've seen numerous videos of them crying out for help and they're not putting that on the news. So we don't really know everything that's going on other than what they tell us. And what they tell us is, is um, tormenting. It's, it's really scary. And yeah, you talk about the, the laws, it's legal in all these states, but we still have our people behind bars. And it's a lot like this. We have a, a federal law and we have a state law. Now, federal laws is still a Schedule One drug, and the federal law, just like they did to my dad, they can come in any time to any of our state recreation stores if they wanted to. But you know, I don't believe that they have the interest in that. But they could because it's still a Schedule One drug, and that's what a lot of people think it's legal, but it's not necessarily all the way legal. And right now on our commissary list, we have a lot of federal prisoners, and we have some state prisoners. And in these states where it hasn't been legalized yet. We're seeing numerous, a lot of um, life incarcerations, and even some of the states that it has been legalized in, we're seeing still some some, some life incarcerations. And people have been in there for, for long times, long periods of time, 10 plus years, 20 years, and they have been sentenced to life still in this day, 2021. We have to go to break in about 30 seconds, but your father was denied medical treatment as well, right? He was. My dad was almost dead, and he was denied compassionate release. However, I just do believe that they changed some of the compassionate release um, uh, guidelines. And so I think that's how some of them, a lot more of them are getting out now. Um, but it was, my dad was, impo- it used to be very impossible and it's still extremely hard to get out on compassionate release. In fact, uh, Alejandre's father, I think he was denied. I think her grandfather was approved compassionate release and your dad was denied. Isn't that right, Alejandre? Yes, he was uh-huh. denied because um, he had no medical issues. Um, my mom, um, like you said uh, about your dad, uh, my mom also tried getting compassionate release when she was dying, and they never gave it to her. They denied. Yeah. They denied it every time. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's and just and my dad has has gotten COVID twice. Oh, and they still denied his compassionate release. That's unacceptable. Yes, it's unacceptable. Um, yeah, that, that's just, all of it is unacceptable. Uh, it is time to go to our first break. We'll be right back with Kristen Floor, Way Long and Alejandra Lopez. Don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. 
We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present. Um, Way Long, you were convicted of growing 4,000 plants, and I think that you should have got a medal for that. Um, you recently had your sentence commuted. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you recently had your sentence commuted after spending a quarter century in prison. Um, what was your original sentence, and how did you get by each day while you were in there? My original sentence, uh, 50 years. They, they throw in so much phony oh. gun charges on there. I proved, you know, it's impossible to happen. And to get by in prison is tough, though. Thanks to all the activists, you know, all the pen pals that write. Without them, it's kind of hard to get by every day. You know, basically, it's kind of like loneliness, you know, feel you all day long. You know, at nighttime, you just lay in bed thinking, what the hell, you know? I end up in this place, you know? And I'm blessed I got no fire prison record or nothing. Because, you know, she told me and then throw away the key. That's what, though. I'm glad though, I, you know, I came out, I, I'm scared. Nothing happened to me. I see a lot of stuff happen to a lot of people, you know. Before I walk a straight path, nobody ever bothered me. So I'm cool with everybody always. So I came out okay. The only thing is, it's kind of like, take me a long time to adjust to society. You know, sometimes I go to the store, buy food. It's kind of like, what the hell are we doing here? All the food in here, you know. But back in prison, you can't <laughs> constantly starve you. They starve you. You know, if you're... Without the activists like Kristen, you know, and other groups sending in commissary money, you're going to be real rough. Are you still having trouble getting to sleep? I know when we talked the first time, you're having trouble sleeping uh, now that you're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still the same thing. Pretty much every night I get about two hours and I wake up and that's the end of it. Some nights kind of like uh, just lay there all night, you know, listen to music mostly. Other than that, sometimes I just go on the internet and just, you know, looking for stuff I need. Other than that, but I still cannot, you know, work this stuff good, but slowly, you know, picking it up. Wow. That's just, that's just, just really amazing what you went through, man. It's just, just not right, my friend. Um, mm-hmm. Alejandra, you have a petition going, which I have signed, and you are asking others to add their signatures, requesting that your father be released. It's, it's time that he is released. He never should have been in there to begin with. What can you tell us about the petition drive? Um, the petition, I created it. I believe two or three years ago, um, I, uh, you know, I just wrote up the information. Um, I don't know if you, I'm sure you read it, um, put some information on there for, a, about, you know, my father's case. And, um, we were hoping that he was going to be granted clemency by the last administration. And, um, well, he didn't get it. He, he didn't get it. So I don't, I honestly don't know what, what else I can do? He was denied the his uh, minus two points. He was denied the the compassionate release. And right now, I feel like I'm stuck, and I don't know what else I can do um, for him. Um, so I'm I, I'm I need to sit down and and talk to you know Kristen and and you know others that are there that can help to see what what else I mean we can do. To, to get my dad out. I know well, that uh, he was we, very we happy. Link, he was uh, very happy that my grandfather um, was able to come home. And he's a very positive person. So, you know, I just reassure him and I tell him that that we're going to get him home and, and he, he will be home, you know, and I'm hoping that when he does, he can come and stay with me and live with me uh, and my children. Um, but 
he I, I know that sometimes he can he gets you know frustrated or sad about it he won't tell me but I can I I know I can tell in his voice um and another thing is that if he he is uh his, the, the unit orderly in his um unit so he wakes up at five in the morning and doesn't go to back to you know his cell till 9 p.m he's uh cleaning all day um and that's what he does every day he's like you know there's nothing else i can tell you i'll ask him you know how are you doing or what are you uh, what did you eat or he'll tell me like everything that he does but he's like it's the same thing every single day I wake up clean get take a shower go to bed and it's the same thing over and over and it just worries me because he is 61 years old and i mean he does not have any underlying lining health conditions but this can happen to anybody. If you get COVID, anyone can die. His his sister and his uh, her husband just passed away this summer from COVID, and they didn't have any under and any underlining conditions. So it's just scary. I can't imagine what you're going through. We will we will put the link to uh, it. It is a um, a change.org uh, petition, and we'll put that link in the uh, the description uh, of the show today. Um, Kristen, I understand that you have an announcement to make. Well, yeah, we have. Well, I, wanna, I just want to touch on um, what Alejandra said. We are Freedom Girl Forever. We do have a board member. She's on our. She's an advisory board member, and we're get, trying to get her to look into the case. And there's also another group out there. They're called Last Prisoner Project, and they are responsible for quite a bit of federal inmates, or not federal and state prisoners, getting out. I just want to say there's some good news out there. Everybody knows I, my first people work with me on a personal level every day, know my heart, especially is there for the daughters that have incarcerated dads. And I've worked with numerous daughters who had fathers serving life sentences. And some of them have been released, such as Richard DeLisi, Thomas Landris, and more. So Alejandra, I just want you to know you are doing an amazing job. You are an amazing daughter. Your, your father could not ask for anybody better you are perfect and just keep doing what you're doing you have a lot of support and we are going to be we are here for you i didn't know a lot about your story until just recently and now that i know like i'm going to do what i can to help you get support and that web that 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 we're going to try to put um this link on our website so everybody who visits our website can sign it as well we are in the process of updating our website but it's coming <laughs> um and now the next question is yes we do have I do have some good news. In fact, I posted on my Facebook today, and we have been working with a prisoner who did his own compassionate release. His name is John Lindsay, and John Lindsay has been in prison for 30 years. He submitted his compassionate release paperwork, and he's getting immediate release. In fact, I put on my Facebook that he's getting out today as a good one. Um, however, we, in the meantime, Stephanie Landis, she's our, she's our Freedom Grow president. She's been talking with numerous people on the, on the prison end and on the attorney's ends and his end. And apparently it's going to take immediate release. Doesn't, isn't what it sounds. It could take up to two weeks. So um, we do are going to celebrate another released prisoner who's been in there for 30 years, but he isn't quite out yet. Like I thought he would be today. Like we were all had our hearts set on it, but he is going to, um, Looks like he's going to just spend a couple more days, possibly in there, maybe a couple of weeks. I don't know. But that's the get. That's the good news. People are coming out. We just have to keep fighting. Wow, that is that is great. The, the work that you're doing is, is so impressive, Kristen. And you know, for all these Thanks. years, it's just amazing. Uh, that means a lot advocacy. to me, Vivian. A lot. 
Oh, the advocacy that you and Freedom Grow are doing is, is really powerful. Um, I got about two minutes to the next break. Way, uh, what kind yeah. of treatment did you receive? How were you treated in prison uh, by the inmates and the guards? How, how was oh, your How was your your experience that way? All the inmates treat me good, you know. Only the guard, you know. Most of the guys pretty good though, you know. They just treat you the way you want to be treated. But some of them, they just straight, you know, no good. They just kind of make, make your life miserable. Basically, you know, they try to provoke you to fight them. And as uh, soon as you're ready to pound on them, they push the button and they got the goon squad come take you away and beat you up while you're a cop. I came close wow. a couple of times though, you know, but I never had to though. Wow. I remember first day when they transferred me to Victorville straight from the pen, the cop, they said, I asked him a question. He said, what the fuck you want? And they say, holy shit, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Then he called himself. He said, "Maybe this guy been around, you know." Then he backed off. Wow, that's 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 something else. Uh, you know, twenty five years of your life. Uh, you know, I mean, that's just that's un unbelievable. Um, it's just thrilling, uh, thrilling that you're that you're finally out of there, man, where you belong. You know, uh, and hopefully uh, you're able to rebuild your life. Hopefully, once I get off probation, you know, hopefully, you know, I can do what the hell I want. I lost everything, basically. The worst thing to lose is my, you know, my family. Now I got to start from scratch. That's it. I got to let them go, though, you know. Yep. My old wife, you know, don't want to go. I got to tell her, hey, you got to go live your life. I might never make it out. By the time I get out, I'll be like in the mid-60s. I mean, I'm mid-70s already. So she finally, you know, I think about maybe a year before I got out, she finally hooked up with somebody. She waited all this time and said, no. Keep going, you know, don't worry about me. So I got to start my new life, you know. Wow. That's what a story, you know, what a story. Um, it, it's it's time to go to our next break. Don't go anywhere because we're going to hear word from our sponsors to advertise and come back with our final segment. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart. Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back for the final segment of Hemp Present. Um, Alejandra, how does it make you feel to know that there are stores selling cannabis legally uh, while your father's in prison over the same thing? It, it just, it's, it's shocking to know that it's legal in other states and there, you know, there, there are businesses out there that are selling it. It's just shock. It's shocking. And, and, and it, it's really upsetting because it's not like, it's not like he killed someone. It's not like, you know, he he's in prison for marijuana and it's it's just very upsetting um it's very upsetting wow 
you know that is that is just it's just an outrage is what it is um Kristen Floor, you know, have done so much amazing work. There is so much work to do. Um, what are your What are your final comments? What would you like to leave our listeners with? Oh, so much. So I'm going to make this really fast. First, I want to say thank you, Vivian, and thank you to the Seattle Hemp Fest for ev- all the support they have you given to me on a personal level, trying to get through my father's death and beyond all the support you've given our prisoners in so many different levels. I cannot be the activist I am today without, even if you guys took one little thing away, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I appreciate everything. Um, my final thought is rest in peace to my father, rest in peace to Bill Lamorte, who was serving a life sentence and had a, a heart attack right in the middle of the prison yard. A rest in peace to Eugene Fisher, who was serving a life sentence, got out and got a couple of his friends freed. And rest in peace to Gary Tice, who was shot down in the middle of a raid. He didn't even make it to prison. And that's my final thought. And prohibition today. Yay. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, Way, my friend, uh, so great to have you out. And uh, what are your final, final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with about your experience? I would like to thank everybody that had a hand, you know, in my freedom. There's too many names and too many organizations to thank. But I can say thank you, everybody. Now I got my second lease in life, so I'm going to leave it, leave it to the folders. <laughs> right on, my my brother. Right on, man. It's it's so great to know mm-hmm. you. Um, Alejandra, I can't believe what your family has gone through. Uh, your story is just so riveting. It's it's everything that's wrong with prohibition. Um, what what are your final thoughts that you would like to leave our listeners with today? My final thoughts are, you know, I'm I'm just grateful to be uh for to be given this opportunity to talk about my dad's story or our story. Um, I want to thank Kristen and you and um, everyone who has written to my father, uh, sent, you know, money, helped out with um, his petitions, everyone who signed, everyone who has prayed for him. I just want to thank everyone. And and honestly, um, you all are the ones that keep me going. You're the ones that give me hope and keep me strong and when I feel when I feel lost and um I just want to thank you thank you everyone thank everyone wow I mean I think that's that's a a good place to to leave this um just amazing amazing stories uh the injustice is is so great we we have to finish this job and turn this around Kristen Floor from Freedom Grow found at freedomgrowforever.org way long and Alejandra Lopez Thank you so much for being on Hemp Present, you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank Thank you. You bet. Thank you. You bet. That includes, that concludes this installment of Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. When it comes to prohibition, you got the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice. Until then, my friends, stay strong and get involved in the struggle to end cannabis prohibition for good. Turn up the music maestro. I'm out. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.